You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here for Tuesday's 12-game main slate over on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, James, obviously, as we are recording this, DraftKings is all sorts of messed up. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. There are player pools. Everybody's red. We're showing players that don't have games in their system. We'll do our best today with uh, breaking down some of the DraftKings slate, but for the first time in a few podcasts, at least that you and I have done, we have a FanDuel slate available to us. We may be best approach to take a little bit more of a focus on FanDuel today. Yeah, I think that is definitely the best approach because, like you said, if we're looking over at, uh, we're going to be sifting through about 355 pitchers because every Texas Ranger, every Indian in existence in their minor leagues, major leagues, are all showing on the DraftKings slates. Fanduel it is today, John. Fanduel it is. Yeah. So, like I said, we do have 12 games to get to for today's. Uh, yesterday, we had the postponement of the of the Guardians and the uh, Rangers game. We had. A oh, no- I said Indians, didn't I? I just I think about this. Every- Every time we do a podcast, every single time, I'm pretty sure I say Indians. It's all right. And I think about it afterwards like, I'm an idiot. I still say that, like, the Chargers play in San Diego. <laughs> Whatever. What, what's the name? So we had some weather issues yesterday. That game got postponed. We had a delay with Toronto. We have some potential weather issues here again today. Uh, Chicago, Baltimore, dealing with some potential rain. Toronto, Kansas City, again, dealing with some potential rain. But none, you know, none of these games, at least right now, are destined for postponement. Chicago, Baltimore is likely the, the game that's going to be most impacted, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Oakland, Atlanta, again, we talk about it every time. Atlanta in the summer, always liable liable to get a pop-up thunderstorm that's kind of in the, on their radar potentially yep. for today. So there could be a delay with Oakland-Atlanta. So as always, check the weather center. Don't lock into anything before 7 o'clock without seeing to see who's playing, who's postponed, because you don't want to eat those arrows. Yeah, and yesterday, just to back up what you just said, yesterday, Texas-Cleveland wasn't expected anything worse than a delay. And it was just outright postponed before the game even started. Definitely something to monitor. If there is rain in the forecast, teams have shown the last couple of years, they are not afraid to postpone early. So just be on the lookout there. Uh, so let's get into it. We'll start off again. We'll do our best to look at DraftKings and reference pricing when we come to it. So the first guy that I'll take a look at is Justin Verlander going up against Seattle. He has $10,900 over on FanDuel. According to DraftKings, if we're assuming this pricing is right for him, he has $10,600. He's the most, he's the highest priced pitcher over on DraftKings, second highest priced pitcher over on FanDuel. Uh, Alec Manoa is actually the highest priced FanDuel pitcher while Manoa is sitting there as the fourth highest priced DraftKings pitcher at 10K. Over on FanDuel, Manoa is $11,000. We have Kyle Wright at ten five on FanDuel, Tarek Skubal at ten four, and uh, Carlos Rodon at nine nine as sort of your top five. Uh, and that's pretty consistent over with DraftKings as well, but Rodon is at ten three, Wright's at ten one, as I mentioned, Manoa at ten K, and Skubal's at ninety eight hundred. I mean, I everyone in this tier. I think Manoa probably bottom of the list for me because Kansas City doesn't strike out all that much. Obviously, we like Verlander. He's been definitely a Cy Young candidate, even though he had a little hiccup against Seattle just a couple starts ago. I'm willing to kind of look past it. It was quite literally his only bad start of the year. I'd be willing to go back to the well. Seattle's offense has been better. 
for sure. But I do think Kyle Wright is going to be very popular. He's been very good lately. Four straight starts in which he has five more or more strikeouts. Three of them have been quality starts. Two wins. 30-plus fantasy points on FanDuel. Three of the four, 39-plus, and he gets Oakland. So I think Kyle is going to be very popular. I think Tarek Skubal is going to be very popular. He looks amazing, man. Like, yeah. even in, like, the Cleveland start, he did not look good in the beginning of that game and somehow just fought his way through seven innings and picked up a quality start, which is now his fifth and sixth straight, fifth and sixth games. He is showing that he has a very safe floor. He has 60-point upside on FanDuel. And then Rodon, like, I know Colorado's offense has been better against lefty, like, historically. But look at Rodon's starts outside of St. Louis. They've been filthy, including yeah. a start against Colorado where he struck out 12 And you're, you're getting Colorado out of course. Which is yeah, out of course. And it's crazy to think on Fandle that Rodon's the fifth highest price pitcher of that group. I don't see anything wrong going there. I don't see anything wrong going... Rodon at 10-3 too, right? Like that's yeah. perfectly fine as well on, on DraftKings. Yeah, I love Scooble here. Over the last two weeks, we've seen Pittsburgh strike out against left-handed pitching. 28.5% second highest clip. 207 batting average, 298 for them. That, that to me is just a, a prime spot. Even though Pittsburgh had swept the Dodgers, they've pulled off some wins lately. To me, that offense is coming around against lefties. True. So big struggle city there. Yeah, agree on, uh, agree on all fronts. So... Uh, that's your top tier. Right below them, though, I think you have kind of maybe an interesting case for Jamison Tyon nearly throwing the note against the Angels. Now right. He had a perfect Nearly game, throwing the perfect game there in his most recent start. But look at his last three outings. At least seven innings, eight innings in back-to-back outings. Only two total earned runs there. 17 strikeouts in 22 innings. Minnesota... Yeah, take it or leave it. They got some guys that have pop, obviously, but they also have guys that strike out a lot. Right now, they have the eighth highest strikeout rate over the last ten over the last two weeks against right-handed pitching, at twenty-four point five percent. But like I mentioned during that stretch, three forty woba as well. Which one are you buying? Are you buying Tyons coming form? Are you believing that Minnesota's offense right now is hot? Something you want to go against? Like, what are you thinking? I mean, Tyon's been pretty good all year. Three earned runs is the most he's allowed this season i don't think we need to go here at nine five like you can obviously based on his starts but he did catch teams at good times like the white Sox offense struggling tampa bay's offense was horrendous going into that start and the angels are are mike trout's hitting like less than a hundred oh for 26 streak last night yeah and like it's so as i i do think tyone's been great the control has been great. He's putting pitchers literally wherever he wants right now. But 9500 is a tough price to get to. He doesn't have like massive strikeout upside. He only has one start. This two starts with more than five strikeouts. Like you can go there. He's been great. But I don't think I'm making Tyone a priority. I'm also not making it a priority to stack against him. It's just right. one of those situations where like he doesn't allow a lot of runs. And I don't also think that there's like 60 point upside from Tyone here. I'd probably just go down to the rest of the mid tier and, and look there. Yeah, for sure. I actually like, I'm, I'm kind of skipping the mid tier and I got a few guys that I I got my eye on for, and I'm looking at FanDuel pricing here, but we can match it up to DraftKings pricing as well. I like Keegan Thompson still. Again, the, the other day against St. Louis, kind of did better than I expected him to. Yeah. Five, right, five and a third, three earned, or three earned runs, got the win. Has wins now in four straight starts as well for as well for the Cubs here or at least four straight appearances I'm pretty sure he started 
all of these games. But Arizona only pitched three innings and managed to get the win there. So maybe that was a, a relief outing uh, for him. I know for sure he started against Pittsburgh and threw five innings. He started against the White Sox and the Cardinals. But he's kind of been a swing man for them at times. But yep. I am encouraged with the fact that he's thrown. That he won. He got into the sixth inning against St. Louis. That is huge because it means... They're giving him a little bit longer leash, and he's been good. I like Keegan Thompson there. Garrett Whitlock, you and I joked about it. He threw six innings <laughs> of shutout baseball but struck out nobody. That is your give or take with this one, right? Because he has now quality starts and back-to-back outings. So they're, they've given him a little bit of a longer leash. He's pitched into six innings. He can be a strikeout guy. He had crazy high caper nine when he was out of the bullpen. We talked about this exact scenario going into that start against Cincinnati. I didn't expect him to come out with zero strikeouts. Zero. Actually not striking. Um, I thought we would still get the three to four strikeouts because he's been throwing more sinkers, more two-seamers, getting a lot more ground ball outs. But he's only $7,000 on FanDuel. So for me, like Thompson and and Whitlock are guys that I, that I do have some interest in. Maybe, I don't know, what are your thoughts on, on Ranger Suarez here? Would you, would you throw him against Milwaukee? They have a... Over the last two weeks, again, they have the highest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching. I mean, like, they also have a lot of thump against lefties. I will say they are battered by injury right now. Like, Luis Urias has been out of the lineup. Adamus, we know, is on the IL. Mike Brousseau is someone who hits lefties well. He's on the IL. We know Hunter Renfro's on the IL. So they're missing, like, a lot of their core group Omar Navaez your number one fan he's in in COVID protocol so Rangers Suarez could be an option like again he has been relatively bad and he's throwing way too many pitches like look at the pitches John like he has not made it out of the fifth inning in three straight starts but he's thrown 188 84 pitches like he's not throwing strikes three walks four walks two walks he's not putting people away he's not He's he had a pretty gauntlet of, of uh, fair. All right, Dodgers twice, Atlanta, yeah. San Francisco. Guys, that work counts. He faced Milwaukee earlier th- his third start of the season. I don't know the total situation behind it. Maybe it was a pitch count thing. Four and two thirds, just one earned run. He did have three walks in that game, four strikeouts, just eighty nine pitches. He was at on the road this year. I mean, on the road for this start. Uh, I mentioned the two-week splits for uh, Milwaukee being right up there. But on the season, they, they don't do well against left-handed pitching either. Fourth-highest strikeout rate, 24.6%. Their 210 batting average, second-worst in the league. And their uh, Woba 288 is 23rd in baseball. So hmm. if you're just looking at the lefty-righty splits, Suarez has the splits matchup but does he have the talent to take advantage of the splits matchup that's something you have to worry about for me i am at least encouraged by the recent i'm not gonna say like massive uptick in strikeout rate but early on in the year we were getting one four four three three like no strikeouts out of suarez for a guy who kind of struck out a lot of guys out last year and then you see it Kind of start to uptake a little bit. Seven, six, five, four, five. You want a, a pitcher that can at least get you five strikeouts. Yep. And, I mean, he's getting you five strikeouts in three innings, four strikeouts in four innings, five strikeouts in four innings. But if he's going to be about a strikeout per inning guy, this could be a spot where maybe he can pitch to the matchup and get you six or seven strikeouts in six innings tonight. Only he's $8,200 on DraftKings, so... You know, more expensive than guys we just mentioned. But over on FanDuel, he's cheaper than them. On FanDuel, he's 7300 Yeah, it's not a bad... Look, 
looking at the rest of the pitching slate, like it's he's probably going to be uh fair. Red Sox no, have a 520 Woba against lefties the last two weeks. So I don't know if that's good or not, but Reed Detmers could be in trouble. So Reed Detmers. Reed Detmers could definitely be in trouble. I'll throw uh, Dakota Hudson out there versus Tampa. They're they're reeling over the last two weeks. Okay. 29th in OPS. And I had one more. I don't hate Jose Quintana. Detroit's just miserable offensively. The only problem with Quintana is he's not going deep into games right now. He had like a string of three straight starts of six or more innings. If we get that Quintana back, then I'm okay with it. If we don't, GPP's only for Quintana. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's go to first base. Uh, who are your top Fandle? When, when you're looking at Fandle, this is what happens. Yeah. You, all right, let's go to the catcher position then for DraftKings purposes. Who are your favorite catchers on this list? I mean, if we're spending up. Wilson Contreras. Um, Whatever, whichever Atlanta catcher actually for me is in the lineup is the one I'll play. Yeah, the Atlanta catchers are definitely in play. They had quite the series in cores, I'd say, especially Travis Darno. I don't, I just hate this position always. Zinu gets a righty, not going to use him. The Alejandro Kirk is 46. Like all the catchers that we used to use that are cheap are now expensive. Yachty gets a lefty, but he's been terrible lately. Caratini. He was the one that had the, what, the, the three straight games three, of the homer. Yeah. Yep, with lefties on the mound. We have Ranger Suarez. If you want to go Caratini, he's in play. Man, it is. Vast, we like, mentioned 4,200, though. because he's 4,200. Again, it's like another guy who's just like far too expensive, but it is a good spot. Jose Trevino has been super good offensively. Like, it continues the the Jose Trevino thing just has continued 444 1300 OPS over his last 10 games if he's in the lineup he's 2900 I feel like if I'm not in on Ranger Suarez I'm probably just playing Carantini it's like you're either if you if yeah. you believe he's gonna pitch he's gonna be in your lineup because of his price and if you and if he's not in your lineup then you're probably okay at least bang against him Carantini's probably the guy if you're not playing Ranger Suarez at that cost. If you are going to play Ranger Suarez at that at his price, then you could probably afford to spend up a little bit at the catcher position if you if you're playing over on DraftKings today. Yeah, sure. All right, now to the first base position. Are you spending up on Goldschmidt here against Springs? Absolutely not. He's absolute trash. Why would I? Yes. I don't know. He's just the guy. That's just... I mean, he hasn't homered in three games. Is it, is it a time to question whether or not he's slumping? Or... Yeah, I think we should probably, he should probably be sent down, work out some things. How hitting 343? What? He, he like, it took him two years to figure out St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy's good, man. I yeah. don't know. He's just, uh, he's wow. just an elite baseball player right now, and he gets a lefty. All right, pick, pick one if you had to based off price. Paul Goldschmidt or Wilmer Flores, because Wilmer Flores is 5,400. <laughs> and I don't understand. Yo, <laughs> they're doing this again. I Do know they are. Against thing. Colorado. <laughs> the thing that, like, they're algorithm. It's their, it has to be their algorithm. They just read Colorado right? and think that everybody's playing in Colorado. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be an algorithm thing because there's just no shot Wilmer Flores has ever priced 5-4. Right. I mean, I, he shouldn't even be priced 5-4 in course. No. So I'd go Wilmer in that situation. <laughs> yeah. So again, you got Goldschmidt at 5,600 against Springs. 100% you can spend up there if you want. Uh, Rizzo homered mm. the other day, right? Like No, no. Road Rizzo is a no, no from me, dog. Road Look at the splits. R- All right. Look All at right. the splits. I, I see it. Okay. Okay. Road Rizzo is a no. He is. He needs to spend the rest of his career. He yeah, he needs to spend the rest of his career. They put out that. I remember, like, thinking back now when he got traded, they, like, put out that stat. They're like, if Anthony Rizzo had played this entire season in Yankee Stadium, he'd have 55 home runs. It's like, well, 
now looking back at it, like maybe he should have been playing there his whole career because apparently he's just he got warning track power unless he's playing at Yankee Stadium. So no. Okay. No on Rizzo. I'm out unless he's at Yankee Stadium. Okay. Well, Cole Sands was terrible so far. So Well if you want to play him, I guess that's fine. I'm I guess just saying, so yeah, part yeah, there. don't play him as a one off if you're gonna play him as a stack and hope he does I mean look, he has power, but like yeah. just look at like the splits are like pretty crazy this far into the season. Yeah, I wasn't able to take advantage of like the low 4K Vladdy. His price is now kind of ri- is on the way back up. Yeah. Homer's in three of the last four. I mean, listen, the it's dude, cheap, cheap. he is, <laughs> he should be a thousand more dollars. Yeah, be. When yeah. he's good, he's priced with Otani and Goldschmidt um, on DraftKings. So I'm willing to take the discount here. Again, this is a game we have to worry about weather, so pay attention to it. But he is not a 216 hitter. Like, no. he's, he's legit. So you're going to get that turnaround. It's going to get warmer. Kansas City is a place where the ball tends to fly during the summer because it's hot and whatnot. At $4,700, uh, I'm willing to throw some Vlad in there. I know I'm not making a big statement with that. You know, it's Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's going to be chalk. I mean, he was 30-something percent yeah. on last night in tournaments. So I assume if you're – I think he's your cash play. I think you play him in tournaments. But, like, as long as he's under 5K, you just play him, right? There's yeah. no, like, don't even think about it. Just Lock and load, especially when he's homering at the clip he is right now. I agree with you 100% there. What about in the mid-tier? What first baseman are you are you looking at here? No one? No, I mean, like, if you don't want to play Keegan Thompson, who has been worse as a starter, the numbers suggest that offenses get to him more times around the rotation. Trey Mancini has been really good for quite a while now, like yeah. months. But 378 average over his last 10 games, almost a 1,200 OPS over that span, I think, Mancini, 4400 is a really good price. Can't play Hoskins. He stinks. You can play G-Man Choi if you want. There's always a power. There's power upside with Choi going up against the righty in Dakota Hudson, who has been very up and down. He allows a lot of base runners. I will say that. I do play a lot of Jared Walsh when he's facing a righty. And if Gary Whitlock is not producing strikeouts, I mean, the ball is always being put into play. It's definitely a chance there. And I'll say it, like... The Cubs are here, man. That Cubs offense is 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 zooming right now. Maybe a cheap Frank Schwindel home okay. as well off Kyle Bradish. That works. I'm trying to trying to see if there's anything else for me. Not that I'm seeing. I don't think there's anybody else that I would go. Matt Carpenter home because all he does is home runs. But it might be the same scenario as uh, right. Rizzo if you okay. only want to play him. Uh, Dahlback against a lefty been a little better, John. Yeah, it's slightly better. Like I said, that lineup in general has been solid. Maybe, maybe, maybe Dahlback. Uh, you know, here's another one. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to. Luke Voigt's been pretty good lately. Yeah, I oh. saw that he came back to the lineup. I had looked at, I had looked at Hosmer, but Voigt's actually good against right, better against righties. So. Yeah, better against righties. Hits in six of seven, three multi-hit games over his last five, and hit a three-run dong last night. So. I actually think that lineup stinks right now, and they have stunk against righties all year. I, I had 100% exposure to Cookie Carrasco last night, and he mowed them down. And I've been using righties like exclusively against San Diego, but Luke Voigt has been a little better lately. And your Uriel 2700, I think if you're playing Astro stack, he's fine. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, second base position. I, I guess it depends, again, where you want to allocate money to. Uh, story against lefty, but it's in LA. He's, again, kind of tapered off a bit but that offense in general has been hot story might just be a guy you play at Fenway this year it could be the batting averages like he got off to such a slow start that like none of those numbers look great 
But, you know, he went on that white hot run, basically, going into Fenway. You know, kind of maybe maybe that's just something to continue to track. Yeah. I mean, do you have Ozzy Albies against the lefty? Is that going to ever come through for us this year? I don't know. You know? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like one another, like, I feel like we've been talking about it with him and Bregman all year. Their well, large, their career sample says they will. <laughs> this season just hasn't happened. Yeah. With the exception of Houston last night against Robbie Ray, because Robbie Ray's crashed now. And I tweeted over the weekend, you know, if you're worried, if you weren't sure if Houston's struggles against lefties are real, Chris Bubik just threw five shutouts. <laughs> that was quite frustrating to see that, to see that one. But still, like, yeah, these guys that we historically just hammer their splits this year are kind of letting us down a bit. Yeah, I mean, you can, if you think, I'll be, this is the breakout, right? right? This is the one, John. <laughs> and yeah, but I mean, you're also not getting a, any discount on Ozzy Albies. Yeah, you mentioned but, Cubs. Morel's second base outfield over on DraftKings. He's at 4,300. Yep, steals, multi-position eligible, eligible, has a little pop. I Leading off, like there's really nothing bad to say about him. And he gets a righty, so obviously when if he gets on, easier to steal. Are you fading the Mets against Darvish today, or do you mind going? Are you okay going after Darvish? I'm not against it. That Mets offense is really good, man. Dar- like, Darvish really is, good. hasn't been anything like he's had good starts, but he's also had two in the last five, uh, two of his last four starts. He also gave up five earned. So like he's been hittable. I don't think yeah. anybody. I don't think anyone's gonna stack Mets against him. So. You know what? They didn't stack Mets against in a five-game slate against Snell last night. I know your home against Blake Snell uh, was let down, but they didn't stack. So they're definitely not going to stack against Darvish either. So you're right. 100% correct there. Yeah. What did did, did yeah, Blake Snell struggle yesterday? Yeah, I haven't. I yeah, didn't he try. gave up like yeah, he gave, he was out early, gave up like five runs and yeah, like it was annoying runs. because I had bet over two and a half runs when he was in in the Cardinals. <laughs> we talked about this and Arenado tried to steal a bag for whatever reason <sighs> and got thrown out and 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 the end a rally for them. I'm like, what are we doing? Um, so yeah, happy that he happy that he was able to blow up for everybody else at home. All right, so back to second base, my boy, rolling Dude, right now, right? Like, and he's cheaper than he was the last couple of slates. I, I'm not gonna lie. I played him last night, and he hit a home run, and I shed a tear, and I thought of you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if, how people feel about that, but dude, look at his <laughs> tear he's, shed. I was like, thanks, John. He's got nine hits over the last five, two home runs. Like the dude. Dude's yeah, the power's cut. Yeah. Isn't that cool too? Like he's been productive all year, and it's been like, yeah, you can plug him in, and he won't let you down. Now the power's coming. Now it's like. No, he won't let you down, but he also has upside. Right? And yeah, they moved this price up for a bit where it was a couple of slates where he's like over 4K and you're like, ah, 4K. Nah. Now it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's, that's fine. So yeah, definitely probably going to lock in. That's what I'll hear because my value because Keller's trash. Any other second baseman for you? And I don't think, like, I'm sh- there's like fine options, right? Like, but why would you need to even pivot off Espinal? Yeah, I'm with you there. What is Espinal on the old Fanduel? He's so he's always so cheap on twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yes. that's free ninety nine. I'm trying to think if anybody else would be worth it over there. All the value, like Pittsburgh value and Cardinals value, that I was just looking at, are lefty. So like yeah. you could play. Javi Baez is all the way to twenty four hundred on Fanduel. Second, I know he's been so he bad. Second yeah, second short. That's weird. I know he's been very um, bad, but he does get a lefty matchup here. So. He's been very bad. Is coming off a two-hit game, and you're right, does get a lefty. So something maybe positive there for yeah, Avi. Maybe positive. We'll, <laughs> we'll see exactly. All right, go to the third base position. Are we spending up here? You got Machado versus Taiwan Walker. You got Austin Riley, but against a lefty. 
You have Devers with first and lefty, which is actually fine. Yeah. He's like Jordan. Sometimes they like don't play Jordan or Kyle Tucker when they get a lefty, and then they just homer. So Tucker last night. Yeah, like they just they're just good hitters. But De- I mean, Devers is just unbelievable. I'm not really fading any of those guys. Like I would nope. I would play them all in in stacks. I think a Machado would probably just be like the obvious one off play for me, just given everything that's going on there. I think Austin Riley. I do well. We always talk about him against righties, and I hundred percent back that. He's I, right now, yeah, so. when he's rolling, I remember a couple years ago in the last year when he's rolling like. This dude's just a monster, so I don't think it, it matters. I don't think it matters to be lefty at this point. What about the mid-tier? Evan Longoria's been pretty good lately. I don't hate the Marquez going up against Marquez. He's been pretty bad. Longoria, Arenado has been very mediocre since getting off to a really hot start, but he has been a notoriously good hitter against lefties, so I'd be willing to go there. Patrick Wisdom's just hitting home runs again. I'd go there. That's it for the mid-tier, though. Like, Urshela, whatever. McMahon gets a lefty. Listella's too expensive. Cabrian Hayes, not going to play against Scooble. He has, like, no power upside. He was hitting um, really well, but yeah, not, not against Scooble. We're not going to. He has been pretty good. Just to complete your continue on to pile on Brad Keller, Matt Chapman's been pretty good. Yeah. 10 games, 10 game stretch, 333, had two more hits last night, five hits in his last two games. He's scoring runs in bunches. Eight runs is scored in his last five games. Signs of life from Matt Chapman, 3,800. I think like guys like Chapman and Espinal make it easier to get your George Springers and your Vladdies and your Bichettes into your lineup. I agree. All right. Any other value or was that it? I'm Shaman. not really seeing much for value, so it seems like maybe it just pops off to you. Again, I've been in Vegas for the last five days, so like who the heck knows? You know, maybe, maybe there's a name that I missed as uh, that's popped for you. J.D. Davis has been pretty good. If he makes the lineup, I know it's a righty and it's Darvish. But to your point, like if no, if we're not if we're not scared of Darvish, J.D. Davis is a little interesting play there. For shortstop, again, top of the guy guys at the top are, are big here. Bogarts, fifty four hundred. Lindor, Darvish at fifty three, and Bobuchet at fifty two against Keller. Top three guys on DraftKings on FanDuel. It's pretty much the same guys, but a few different ones. Trey Turner. And Trevor Story are at the top. Uh, Turner is a shortstop only there, but Lindor, Xander, Bichette below them. I think Bichette. I just I really like the Blue Jays here, man. They're the number one offense over the last two weeks. This is like Blue Jays season. What we thought this was going to be the offense all year. So Bichette, I love Xander here. I don't think I'm going to spend up for Turner against Kopic. And then Lindor is obviously a contrarian play. I, I like Lindor better from the right side of the plate. He still has pop from the lefty side. From the left side. So I like Bichette and Bogarts at the top, okay. personally. Danzy Swanson gets a lefty here. It's a little out of my price range, but if he's going to continue to steal, like it's fine. But again, harder to run on the lefty, so yep. probably a little too steep for me. Okay, he's 3,500 on FanDuel, so he's a little bit... Mm, that's well, better. That's definitely better there. Yeah, I'm not paying I'm not paying 5,100 for Bo, for uh, Bobby Witt. I'm not. I'm good. I'm not doing that. No, Bobby yeah. Noah, I'm good. I'm okay there. Yeah, Fandle's got DD at 45. Does that have any interest? I mean, he hasn't... DraftKings has been 45. He hasn't oh homered, you know, but, you know, Alexander, it's whatever. And I'm a J.P. Crawford guy, but it's Verlander. I think it's the other Crawford probably here, if there's a Crawford we use. Yeah, for, yeah he's surprisingly not getting the Coors Field bump, Brandon Crawford. Because <laughs> they're not at Coors, by the way. That's the joke. They're like, yeah, they're not at Coors. I think Crawford and Baez, I, I think your Baez call was fine. I think they're probably the two... That I would go to. I don't. I really, John. I don't see anything below Javi Bias that I would suggest to anybody. Yeah. I not it. even to my worst. Not even to my worst enemy. I know you would suggest Anderson Simmons, but I would not. 
<laughs> yes, I generally like to throw Andleton Simmons out there because he's been priced. <laughs> but, you know, it's been a little bit since he's done anything. All right, finish it off in the outfield. We have a lot of top-tier talent here. Narrow, narrow down the five can above, guys. Can you give us, like, three cores? <laughs> I mean, come on. How the... are, are, we, are we paying 5100 for Julio Rodriguez, or, like, what are we doing? Yeah. It's J-Rod season, baby. He homered again yesterday. But he's not homering, he's stealing bases. He's incredible. <laughs> Price him like a Cunha. I mean, but really, like, he does as much as, like, anybody else. He has 17 stolen bases and Dude, seven he, home runs. He's going to be a second-round pick next year in fantasy. It's going to be great. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he gets, like, really hot. I mean, he might force himself into, like, the first round. Uh, I mean, Acuna's elite. Judge is elite, obviously. Yeah, bets in tournaments only. Jordan, all formats. Probably can't play Trout, Otani. Tournaments only for them, just how much they're struggling. Definitely Jock Peterson with the course bump in San Francisco not playing. That's <laughs> I mean, he has so much power that, like, everywhere is course. So, yes. I, I love that he's hitting 280. That's not what we're used to seeing out of Jock Jam. So, no, it's not. It's not. That price is a knee slapper. It is. I agree. Because he was, what, $3,700, like, not too long ago? Yeah. What a slap in the face kind of price tag. Yeah. Am I missing? Am I missing a joke? Oh, slap in the face. There it is. See? Just I I twice. I, I dude, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I'm still like oh, I'm still got the, the Vegas fog in my brain. So. Twice. I yeah. just dropped two <laughs> jokes. And nothing. Nothing. Stone. Yeah, sorry. Julio David at if it... Yeah, JD for sure. Bring out the dancing lobsters. George Springer for sure. Julio for sure. I <laughs> just saw all of these guys, Bryce Harper, 50. It, that's what you said. Like, narrow it down to three. Like, you are coming down from all the drugs you would. I'm just kidding. No, John's drug free, but. High um, on life, James. High on, high on the outfield depth here. I will say it's good to be in the out of the 5K tier because I'd probably play all of them. So, Tucker, so we're spending down double pitching it today on, uh, yeah. on DraftKings. On FanDuel, you could probably play all of these guys because that's yeah, just probably. the way they, they price everybody. Yeah. Um, Kyle Tucker, when he gets hot, John, he's homered twice in a row. You gotta play him. Yeah. When Kyle Tucker gets hot, you just play him. What, because what's there's... a Chris Flexen? I mean, I'm ready to go. What's a Chris Flexen? KBO, great. Chris Flexen. Yep. Sign me up. I got Ozuna in the mid tier as well against Irvin. I'm fine. They're going there. Hey, Oscar. Yeah. Hey, Oscar continues to hit every day. Yeah. If you want just the home run, right? Schwab Daddy at mm -hmm. 43. That's fine by me. It's home. It's really home runner bust right now. Yeah, hundred percent for the most part. For the most part. It's home runner like two walks and a run. But he's in, in the best part about Schwarber is when you're gonna get that home. If he doesn't hit it to lead off the game, he's, <laughs> so yep. you can you can at least figure it out early or not uh, which way you're gonna go there. Value tier, I like Brantley at 39. Oh, that's fine for me. Yepes 38. Yeah, he's actually been better against righties. I'm not against it in a full stack. Okay. Or about Ian Happ. Yeah, the Cubs are good, man. They're hitting. They're getting a lot of people on, and they're hitting, and Hap's included in that, and there's a little stolen base upside with Hap. So, I yeah, I'd throw a dart on him. I think this, actually, this little tier is very interesting. I like Profar leading off, 3,800. Hap, 3,600. Jesse Winker against Verlander uh, can't are, do it. Are but you up against Taylor. Tyrone? It's a Tyrone Taylor's right there. Lefty, he's been bad, but, like, power against left-handers. So, okay. I, I would... That whole tier is a little interesting to me. The 0-93 Andrew McCutcheon over the last 10 games did have three... Uh yesterday against a lefty we talked <laughs> oh, 93 he had one hit before that in like what 40 at bats it was a while it was a while but he did have three hits off of, well at least some of them were off snell wrist or no it wasn't right two days no, ago yeah. i don't i don't know who pitched that on sunday for the padres but i don't know again we talked about it last year he had like a thousand ops against lefties yeah. this year he's not hitting anybody but 
You never know. That's probably it then, right? Like, the Red Sox hate Jaron Duran. He's back in the minors. They just hate him. They hate him. They're just like, good luck down there in the minors. He went, he went three for three <laughs> for nine with a run. We did have three strikeouts on Saturday. Whatever. McCormick homer yesterday. But uh, not that you're going to go against... Uh, he likes he hits them lefties pretty good. True. All right, then that's probably it. Uh, I'll throw one more. I'll throw Harrison Bader out there against. Uh, oh, look sure. at Bader. Look at Bader lately. Four, two hits in four of the last five games for Harrison Bader. Only twenty. I'm yeah, only twenty seven hundred dollars on. I, I kind of like that. You, you're, if you're trying to spend up on Goldie, Bader's their leadoff hitter, right? Yep. Like, yep. Or has been their leadoff hitter at times. I don't know if he he is or not but at the very least he's somewhere in, the, in a favorable position of that lineup i don't mind it against the lefty in spring so harrison bader is thirty four hundred dollars on fanduel but 2700 on DraftKings. yeah i could i'm 100 it's probably actually a play you could get away with as a one-off yeah. or in a stack because his price yep he's rolling all right home run call bow nose base Bo bichette home run okay i'm gonna run, i'm gonna run with uh goldschmidt here 5600 we'll go there okay all right, so Bichette and Goldschmidt are the home run calls. We'll have Pete Cole on the playbook today. The man's fire. Make sure you follow it. Get us on Twitter and Discord. And James and I will catch you guys later.